Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us for our Tri-State Training Day podcast. We are excited. We're in the new booth with the new Rookie of the Year, David Starr. Unbelievable year in 2022. Hit it hard. Um, had goals. Set them strong. Also became a senior sales manager. FFL. Star Financial. Did I say that right? Family First Life. Five Star Financial. Five Star Financial. FFL. Five Star Financial. Um, which is awesome, dude. And it's amazing for you to have eclipsed your goals in 2022 and understand and gaining an understanding of what you can now do in 2023. Um, everything that I've felt energy wise from you is that you're out of your mind, excited and ready to rip. So I'm certainly excited to be interviewing you today, my man. How are you? I'm doing really well today, man. Really well. How are you? I'm doing amazing. I'm I'm here with my man David Star. Dude, you know you have no idea how captivating your energy is. Like you just get you just get people going, dude. So I appreciate you for being on with me and um let's talk about it, you know. You ended up at our awards dinner, at our Tri-State Awards dinner winning, winning rookie of the year, which is a pretty awesome <laughs> That's a really awesome award cuz it says that basically out of all the new agents in 2022 at Tri-State, you had the best year. You had the most spectacular year. And how did that feel to kind of get that award and 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 to be celebrated and recognized in that way? Honestly, man, it it was one of the it was the biggest honor of my life, to be honest with you, because you know I I graduated high school. That wasn't really anything big for me. Um, when, when I graduated college, I was really looking forward to walking down, like down that runway and grabbing my diploma and shaking the professor's hands. But you know, that, that never happened because of COVID. So I never had, you know, an honorable celebration that was, um, and, and, and to what hard work I put in for something. So it was like the first reward or first type of recognition I got for busting, you know, my buns for, for the year. So it, it was, uh, it was amazing. I actually wasn't expecting it. Um, but I was on the plane on the way to New Jersey, crossed my fingers like rookie of the year. Wow. That's <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Like praying. That's great. So it, it was exhilarating to say the least. Dude, that's incredible, man. And when I think about like you on an airplane crossing your fingers, that's awesome, man. <laughs> you know, actually, you know, like, Knowing that there's this award, you're you may be up for it. We probably could do a we could probably do like an Oscars type Grammy, like a nominees, right? So that like you know you're in the pool with four or five other people. That would be pretty awesome. But you have no idea. There is no darn nominees. There's not like we have nominees when we voted, <laughs> but you don't roll in knowing that there's nominees. You're just coming in like, wow, I had a great year. I was a rookie. Uh, maybe they wreck. That's, that's so awesome to me. Literally did. And like, I, I, again, I wasn't expecting the reward at all. 
And like, I didn't even know if rewards would be passed out, but I was just like, I knew there had to be something like rookie of the year. And I was just praying for that. <laughs> and man, like when I got that, that was like my, my walk to graduation of, you know, receiving that diploma because really college didn't do, do near as what this has done for me in my life. So it was, it was huge for me. That's huge, bro. I hope people hear that and understand where that's coming from in your heart. That's awesome. Um, obviously, when did you start with us? What month was it in 2022? Uh, February. Uh, my first policies wrote on February 9th, Nine. right out of convention. And you ended up making the Hall of Fame. Congratulations on getting into the Hall of Fame. And um, again, a lot of firsts, a lot of records broken, and a lot of a lot of news for you. Um, I'll ask you once you walk off the convention stage what it feels like donning a red jacket. But prior to convention, how does it feel to have you know eclipsed Hall of Fame, another goal of yours that you you kind of ran past? What did you finish the year with? Five five oh five. So a hundred families over hundred and five families over Hall of Fame, which is amazing. <laughs> What what did that feel like to 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 hit the Hall of Fame and hit another goal of yours? Again, it, it seemed like something that was unattainable at the beginning of the year. It was just like, man, how do people hit that? Like that has to be an impossible goal to hit. And um, you know, after going my second month in and helping ten families in one day, I realized what was possible here, and I was like, okay, this is well more than attainable. I just have to spend the right amount of leads on it. And, you know, once I got that kind of proven out to myself that it was just a numbers game and, um, you know, the more families you have in your pipeline to help, um, the better the outcome is going to be inevitably. So when I, when I hit hall of fame, um, or was getting close to it, I started like really getting excited because mm -hmm. I was just thinking, mm -hmm. I was just thinking like, man, what is next year going to look like? Cause I, I keep improving and learning new things day in, day out, month over month. And it's just like, you know, um, I don't know. It, it still blows my mind. It still, it still blows my mind on like what is possible here. And I'm, I'm shooting for an even bigger goal this year that, uh, that scared me just as much as yeah. Hall of Fame at the beginning of the year. I love a scary goal, right? Because when you're, scared of your goal that's a great goal you know it's not unrealistic it's not like hey i want to do i want to help 3000 families personally this year but scary so what is this scary goal my friend so this this scary goal is going to be 750 on my own pen um and i i honestly think if i was just you know, focusing on myself completely this year that I, I could hit around a thousand families, mm -hmm. but, um, me building my agency, I think that that's a still a very attainable goal. Um, still putting in the hard work while trying to grow. Makes sense. Leading from the front, you know, giving people something to shoot for, you know? So I love it. Um, I absolutely love it. But let's talk about this senior sales manager, F Family First Life, Five Star Financial. Let's talk about this agency 
that you're looking to build this year that the beginnings of the agency was built last year? Dude, there's been so many times like <laughs> in the past year that I was just like, didn't think things were possible and then just proved them out along the way. Like rookie of the year, hall of fame, and then hitting logo right before the end of the year was a drop dead goal of mine. Um, and I really wanted to do it, do it in, in my father's name for December. Mm. Um, that's he passed away. So um, I just felt his energy, man, that whole month. And I was pushing myself, my guys, and we, we, we ran past it by five families. And uh, man, that just, that was the best Christmas gift I got, wow. you know, from, from all the boys pulling together and pulling hard. Cause they knew I was, I was really striving for that too. And we're all, we're all on the same mission here, man. So um, as, as far as uh, your question, you said, uh, comparatively from last year what's to come this year yeah um so first first things first mark convention let's talk about convention here um i think convention is going to be like the catalyst for every year for me and my team to really make a huge sweep um for for getting people up and started quickly um simply because i i went to convention I had no experience prior um, with dialing the phones, was just reading the scripts, just passed my test, was late waiting for my carriers to come in. Went to convention, you know, could hardly afford convention, um, but still went because I, I knew that I had to stay around the flame or at least learn um, and show that I wanted it because I, I wanted, you know, Mindy's attention. I wanted to be helped. So when I got there, um, it blew me away. I didn't really know what way was up after I left, but um, all I knew is I was like literally on fire from being right inside of the 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 bonfire, so to say. And um, that got me lit. And I my first month out, you know, it was uh, half a month. First family I wrote was um, 9th of February, and um, ended the the month at 12 families. Um, and then that made me want to push even further. So all that being said, we're pushing for convention super hard this year. Um, right now we have about 25, exactly 25 people with their tickets purchased um, for their plane. And then we got about another 12 in the pipeline that we're working, but we want to get at least 40 people there. Love it. Um, because at that point, you know, if, if we get a couple of them riding before that, it's going to catapult your learning curve, you know, that much further. Mm. So right out of convention, you know, I, I guarantee whoever comes is going to help 10 families that first month out. Um, and then what that would do for the business is, you know, they just bring one more person on with them because our, our culture right now is not even like, we're not even trying to recruit people. We're just trying to help people our age expand what they can do in life, right? Or expand their minds on like what's really possible. Um, so like our, our world market runs for fields, man. And we're, we're trying to bring on everyone that wants the opportunity, you know, to believe in themselves and to see how far they can actually go in life. So um, convention, again, is a huge stressor for us right now. We got a huge Airbnb for uh, 35 people. Um, mm -hmm. And we're all shacking in there. We got a couple 
we got a couple of vans and we wrote free leads on them. We're going to take this convention. I let all of them out. <laughs> and, uh, You're driving down? No, no, no. So we got vans rented and, and we're going to bring on signs okay. and just put free leads yeah, on it and just I love it. Dude, <laughs> have agents great. come up. That's great. That's great culture. Um, yeah. That's awesome, man. And I think, you know, getting that many people to convention is going to really help and really catapult what you guys are looking to do. Um, do you have a goal for 2023 in regards to agency building? Yeah. Um, again, I want to go with the scary goal. So board member is my goal, man. Um, just with, with the, again, with the amount of warm market that, um, is, is starting to come on right now and they're starting to see other people succeed really quickly here. They're like, well, wait, why can't I, mm. you know what I mean? And, um, it's just more of like a dripping effect now. Um, it's, it's really cool what's happening. So I think ending the year at, you know, doing a uh, thousand families a month. Right. And then I want to have a goal of doing at least one lock-in going to a different state, um, every other or every month. Love so we'll be flying out you know, team bonding and locking in heavy. So let's talk about it. What are you doing? You're saying you're, you're, you love what's going on right now. A lot of people are having success early. What are you doing to have that success early? Yeah. Same thing that I think uh, worked for me, man, getting me around the heat as soon as possible. And um, that's meaning they're coming to my house and my house is pretty much a call center. Now we have at least uh, three to five people here a day. And if not, sometimes eight to 10. So um, we've just been dialing out of my house, especially when someone gets licensed. Um, they're spending a couple days, like right when they're licensed, they're spending a couple days dialing through some aged um, mortgage protection. And then we're just trying to get them um, quickly to fresh leads um, as soon as possible. Um, just because we've been seeing a really good uh, um equation working out with with what we're doing but also getting them in person so we can help them one-on-one -on -one. and then we're always on zoom dude like all day from eight to eight just working having fun um celebrating over wins and helping each other so we're always together it's just um it's just like a, a family man i love it's that pretty cool so your house is a is a everyday lock-in. Everyday lock-in. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's, awesome. It's, it's cool, though, man, because last year at this time, uh, I was all alone in this house. It was just me. I had no roommates. Um, it was a sad time for me, man. Like, I was just getting started running. <laughs> And now it's full. So like, mm -hmm. I, I really enjoy having everyone here and um, we always work hard when we're together. You know, we're, there's little competitions be going on between each person, like especially if two, two new friends come in at the same time and they're like, you know, trying to trying to outwork each other. It's really cool to see. It's healthy. It. What are you doing? How do you set your goals um, for personal production? And what are you doing? Let's talk strategy on how you are walking out a year that's going to help 750 families. How did you come up with that goal? And then what are you doing to make sure that you're helping 65 or so families a month? When I break down numbers, I really break down numbers. So I'll try to keep it like more service level, but I just work the numbers backwards. Um, I take what 
I I make um, or how many families I helped in, a, in the prior month, how much my lead spend was comparatively. And then, um, <clears throat> you know, by that, you can then take the number that you're shooting for and you can see how much you need to up your lead spend. So right now, you know, it's around uh, 2000 for my lead spend weekly. Um, did uh, I averaged out around 22 to 2500 um per week on lead spend to do 505. So I know if I want to hit 750, I'm going to have to put at least another quarter of that, if not double it, um, to get where I want to be. I'm most likely going to have to double it though, um, simply because if I do double it, I'm not going to have to scavenge through leads. Mm -hmm. It's just I'll have so many on the calendar that it's not going to be um, a time hassle trying to book them. You know, if someone no shows me, I'm not going to be bummed out about it. I'll just have more leads to go to mm. and having a lead problem has never been like um, a bad problem for me, I guess. Like no doubt. you can't I'm go sure wrong. You got eight people in your house every day. I mean, you're going <laughs> to, you got people to give leads to. Exactly. So with, with really that being said, you know, my personal lead spend has to be around 35 to four K. And then I'm also attacking on an extra 2000 more so I can dish them off to my boys in the house. Mm. Um, because you know they be they they're working really hard on second chance on the phones, and then I'll float them a couple completed, a couple incompleted. They'll get those quick wins, mm -hmm. and then they'll get their belief system up on locking out to where um, or getting fresh leads to where you know they're all right with spending five hundred a week to start. I'm still helping them out, you know what I mean, and then transitioning them to a full bill of paying a thousand to fifteen hundred, and then from there scaling it more to show them okay so you see how the numbers are working out here all you gotta do is just double them now Love so it. that's been that's been working really well and like even for my boys that came in here that weren't business savvy they caught onto that really quick after just seeing everyone's numbers and breaking it down got it so now then so that brings into focus a schedule and are you doing appointments or are you doing call to close um, both, mostly appointments, appointments. And then if you need to call to close, you will. So how are you running your schedule and how are you setting everything up? We, you know, if you, if I was looking at one week, how would that look? So, um, mornings, you know, I'm getting up at, uh, going to the gym by six, seven. Um, I'm on the phones by eight o'clock and I'm done dialing by 1130. Um, if I have, maybe one or two appointments in the morning, I'll, I'll run those, but mostly I leave appointment setting for between the hours of five and 9 PM. Mm -hmm. um, because running on central time or mountain time, you're able to gain golden hours back. Right. right? Mm -hmm. And what golden hours is, is when people are off work. So um, that just kind of gets you some more time that you can dial That's on the crazy. East coast. Uh, and then you know, from like eight o'clock to nine, I'm dialing in the morning, I'm dialing East coast from nine to 10, I'm dialing central time because they're just waking up and then 10 to 11 mountain time. So I'm always hitting people right when they're waking up. I'm not having to catch them at work. You know what I mean? They know what I'm talking about. And then at that point I'll schedule from again, five to nine, sometimes 10 o'clock. And then I have my one to four o'clock open 
um, in the afternoon to maybe schedule a couple, but I mostly say that for recruiting calls um, and then also helping agents train handling backend work. So how many, how many appointments are you looking to run a day? So how many appointments am I looking to run a day between five and nine? That's a four hour span. I book every 30 minutes on the, on the hour. So it's eight appointments a day, um, typically getting around six. So about 36 to 40 a week. Um, lately numbers have been a little bit down, uh, but that's just because I need to up my lead flow. Got it. So you, you're having this talk with yourself, knowing this is what, what's going to happen. But again, it's early in the year. You're, you're, you're making adjustments. Now, when you look at duplicating that amongst your team and trying to get that to kind of spawn off, what are some things you're doing to implement that? Yeah, good questions. So, um, you know, and this is all things that I'm taking from my experience too, looking back. I never really thought about, um, you know, I worked on second chance for the first month pretty heavily to get some cash in my bank account. Um, and then once I got that cash in my bank account, Mindy really pushed me to get fresh lockouts in my, my resident area to where I could go run in person. And I sold my first policy on the 9th of February to where March 13th was my first lockout. So Getting that belief system in them quick to buying their leads is is pretty much like my main goal. So right when they get licensed, I'm starting on aged second chance mortgage protection, old leads, mm -hmm. seven, 12 years old, whatever. Giving them the expectation that you're going to get your butt kicked, right? But this is just to get the nerves out, maybe set a couple appointments, run through it. Right. But it's at a very low expense at $1.50. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also keeping on the expectations of whatever we make from these leads, because I'm giving them leads, we're putting back right into more leads for when we get to your actual dial day. So they're actually booking for my appointments right when they get their license and in the stages of getting contracted by carriers. So they're just up and going right away. They're not waiting for their contracts to lay around. You know what I mean? They're on it already. And then Every day we're getting fresher and fresher on the second chance um, until they get their first contract, which is about 48 hours after licensing. Um, by day three, they already know how to dial second chance decently well. Um, they know the game behind them. And um, on their first dial day, if they're buying their own leads, then they'll buy their first set, thousand bucks minimum. They're going to go, they'll go through that and um, they'll probably do, or they'll do the next two to half, two and a half to three weeks. Whenever I start to feel like they've got the hang of the phones really well um, and kind of know what they're talking about, oh. but also keeping the expectations that pay your immediate expenses. And we map out what rent is, what we need to live on minimum, right. minimum. And everything else that we make goes right back into leads. Right. Um, because the whole thought process behind that is just give me 90 days with you, bro, like 90 days. And we'll get you to the point on where you can make a good ROI and start making actual money. But you just need to keep throwing it all back in right now because you're not throwing it into the business or into leads. You're throwing it into yourself. You're progressing and learning each time. 
Um, so at that point, you're never going to fail, right? Um, after about two to three weeks, and my boys are going hard, like Headstone, they're watching podcasts, um, YouTube videos, trying to get better. Um, after about that two to three week mark, then we'll start having um, them lock out their own leads, but at a very small lockout. So they have some skin in the game um, because I, I do help my agents with leads. Most of them come in, they're younger kids who, you know, don't have the most money. Yeah. So making sure that they have skin in the game the whole time. So they appreciate the leads and are working hard behind them. Because honestly, if Mindy just gave me leads, you know, I probably wouldn't have worked them as hard as I would have. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> so, um, during that whole two to three weeks, I'm trickling in a couple completed, a couple incompleted, so they can get the feel and the vibe for those as well. And then at week three to four, like I was saying, we get a $250, $500 weekly lockout um, with some fresh mailers, whether that be um, mortgage protection or general life insurance, and just keep scaling that upward. You know what I mean? Making sure they're getting their, their wins in, making sure you know they're staying on steady ground. And keeping track of like the agent acquisition costs and how much you're putting into someone was big. Dude, you know um, what's great is that I'm listening to you and you've been doing this for, you know, 10 months, you know, but in there for all of your life, there was this, this guy or person that wanted to do this. Like you wanted to play with numbers and you wanted to, you know, work with something that you could visualize and scale and you wanted to work with something that, you know, you could, you know, kind of deal with algorithms and stuff. Like I'm just listening to you. Now I'm playing back conversations we've had over the last 10 months, but I'm, I'm putting it together and here you are, you know, kind of being a chemist in your deal, FFL Five Star Financial, and it's exciting. It's 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 you're alive. You know what I'm saying? It's invigorating. And you know, that to me is the place of the business builder. That's where the business builder should live. And watching you in your new business now that you're already successful at, but now trying to duplicate that success and watch you deal with some of the different things that can come your way and deal with agents mindset and trying to help them stay positive and in the game. It's really awesome to watch, man. You know, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to watch. It's like, it's almost like watching a, a small, like a short film or a movie, you know, because I, this is where my, where my blood comes alive, you know, is watching the business builder with the aha moments of like, you know what you're saying and why you're saying it and when you're and, and where you're trying to take it. And you're like anticipating the results, like, you know, for you and for the agents. So it's amazing. Um, you know, that, that perspective that, that you have. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Um, it does feel like I'm alive, man. Like it feels like I, I, uh, I woke up for something and like, <laughs> I don't know now I'm here and I'm glad to be here, Amen. but, uh, yeah, you're totally right on those algorithms, man. Like I I've been like working it and just thinking back on my experience on, you know, what's worked and what hasn't. And it's just like, 
you know, um, my boy, Luke, he was my first man with me. He's been with me for the time, you know, I, I hired him as my first recruit and he's been with us for six months, seven months grinding, dude, like putting in the grind, um, on second chance in person. Then he switched over to the phone was still putting in the grind was just making enough to keep up. Right. And, um, January 1st, I was just like, listen, man, new year, new you, we're getting you fresh lead lockouts. Mm. And he went through that grind and I knew he, he knew what he was talking about. He just needed new families to talk to someone who was a little bit more higher intent, just fill out the form mm -hmm. and boom, we got him past 12 days. Man's been killing it, man. Mm. That's all he needed. It was just like a little antidote. And he, he, <laughs> he, he spent 500 on his lockout this week and helped uh, three families. And, uh, He's just like, dude, we're doubling it. Ah, I love that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like triple it. <laughs> dude, it's fun watching you have fun. Um, I appreciate you jumping on me again. Your energy is just contagious. You're going to have an amazing year in 2023. And you're going to bring a lot more people with you. Your awareness is, 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 is elevated. You're, you're, you're on it like a like a cat just you know heels in you know dug in i can see you know what is happening i love the idea of the lockout once a month you guys are gonna have fun doing that while also helping people like we are absolutely like why not find the place where fun and helping people intersects because that's where the money's going to be made where fun and helping people intersects so you're doing an amazing job with that, man. I appreciate you for jumping on with me today. I'm so proud of you, and I'm also really excited to see what's going to come for you this year. I believe in the thousand families by the end of the year, 100%. Thanks, Mark. I appreciate you having me on, man. Thanks, man. Training day. Appreciate y'all. God bless.